Hail, you nostalgic himbos. Welcome to 90210 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert, and the other, Kendra, is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles, and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning, and I've seen them all. This is the part that I love the best. <laughs> you can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod, and please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing Season 5, Episode 5, Ravon. Ravon. Let's crack open the Condor. Condor is committed to professional standards and professional ethics. The weak need not apply. This episode originally aired on October 5th, 1994. A couple of birthdays to mention. Douglas Emerson, who played Scott Scanlon, turned 20. Hey, hey. Can't forget Scott Scanlon. Never could. And October 11th, Luke Perry turned 28. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. Nothing. No. (laughs) Movie-wise, October 7th, The Specialist premiered, starring starring Sylvester Stallone, Sharon Stone, and James Woods. No memory of this movie. Me either. Okay. Uh, Though I just saw Suicide Squad. And Sylvester Stallone was the voice of something. Hmm. What was he the voice of? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Can't remember. It'll come to me. What uh, what's your what's your like five second review of the Suicide Squad? Oh, much, much improved from the first okay. one, for sure. All right. Um, thumbs up? It was yeah, I gave it okay. a thumbs up. Yeah, All right. Go see it. A Troll in Central Park premiered mm. starring or not starring, but by Don Bluth. Oh yes. This was on a, it was like a preview at the beginning of some VHS that I had. So I would see the preview a lot, but I'd never have actually watched it. Yeah, same. I don't know if I was like not allowed to watch it or it just didn't appeal to me. I don't know. But I've like, I've always been aware of this movie. Never once have I turned it on. Don Bluth, it can get dark. So That's true. Yeah. But, Almost uh, exclusively. It seems yeah. like every Don Bluth movie has a moment where you're like, darn it. I didn't know we were doing this. <laughs> is Thumbelina Don Bluth? Oh, it sure feels like it. It does, doesn't it? It feels is like it? it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Okay. But uh, but I love Thumbelina. So yeah. Take that for what it is. TV, uh, October 1st, Clarissa Explains It All uh, ended. Mm, I loved that show. Yeah. I, I remember really that show it, but... really well because it was like... You know, like Saved by the Bell and others around that time, it was like geared towards a younger crowd. So like, you know, I like prior to that, it was just cartoons, really. But this was like a serious, not serious, it was funny, but it was like a show that was meant to treat kids and their feelings seriously. And so I was all in on Clarissa Explains It All. A little bit of a crush on Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> of course. I don't deny that. <laughs> um, hey, Sylvester Stallone was the voice of King Shark. Oh, well, that's funny. So, yeah. I like that. King Shark was very funny. So. Okay. Um, October 8th, The Secret World of Alex Mack premiered. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Another one that I just, like, have never seen. So good. Yeah, so that's what I hear. So good. I loved it. I've read some of the books. Definitely had a crush on Alex Mack. <laughs> no denying. Mm-mm. And on October 7th, Tiffany Thiessen replies, reprised her role of Kelly Kapowski for Saved by the Bell, Wedding in Las Vegas. 
Hey, I don't mean to make this a theme, but I also had a crush on Tiffany Amber Thiessen at the time. Who the didn't time, you have a crush on? I, I'm starting to wonder. Okay, actually. now I have to say some crushes. I mean, okay. of course, Jonathan Taylor Thomas yeah. was was up there. Yeah. Um, man, who did I have a crush on in the 90s? I want to say Larissa Olenek, who played Alex Mack. Boy, I just pulled that right out of my head. Just <laughs> yeah, you did. That, that was good. I was impressed with that. It <laughs> uh, was probably my only like age-appropriate crush because... It was, you know, like Jenny Garth, Terry Hatcher, all people who were much yeah. older than me. But Larissa Olenek, she and I could have had something, is all I'm saying. I'm trying to think. Really, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I think, was, was the main okay, the main one. I really yeah. can't off the top of my head think of well, anybody like, what else. What about like uh, like an Eric Von Detten? He was a heartthrob. I don't know who no, that is. Nothing. No. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well. I can't help you then. <laughs> uh, all right. And uh, one other thing. Gary Larson announced his retirement from writing his popular Far Side comic strip. Still popular. Kendra, as you know, uh, I work in a library. What? And the Far Side strips, we have to replace. Like, we have to replace our copies of every couple of years because people still love their Far Side. Yeah. What are you going to do? I replace the copies every couple of years. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, you do. You know, if I had watched Beverly Hills in the 90s, I definitely would have had a crush on Luke Perry. Really? Yeah, for sure. You're sure of that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm you 100% sure. Oh, what about what about like a Boy Meets World? Do you have any Boy Meets World crushes? <sighs> not. Yeah. Not really. Who was your writer strong, I guess you'd have to say? Yeah, writer strong. No one, no one had a crush on Ben Savage. I don't believe anybody had a crush on Ben Savage. Well, Topanga had a crush on Ben Savage. Well, okay. <laughs> All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. Oh, here's a weird one for you. In 2021, Carol Potter appeared as Mrs. Flam in the 90s set comedy Donnie's Bar Mitzvah. Sex, drugs, and a dysfunctional family create the perfect storm for Donnie Drucker's Bar Mitzvah. We're catapulted back in time to the year 1998 as we follow a colorful array of characters from the perspective of a hired videographer. Apparently, it's filthy. So, All right. I haven't seen it, but Carol Potter was in it. Good for Carol Potter. 2021. <laughs> Keeping those acting credits alive. Yeah. All right. Here's our synopsis for Rave On. With business slow at the pit, Steve decides to get the party started by using the diner to stage an after dark rave. Donna, David, and Claire embark on a video project where Donna meets hunky construction worker Ray Pruitt. Elsewhere, Kelly gets wise to Valerie after she smells pot and catches her making out with Dylan at the peach pit. Valerie learns that Dylan isn't as rich as everyone thinks. Oh, and can anyone babysit for Andrea and Jesse? <laughs> they just need a night out. That's all they need. Their parents. Exclusively. <laughs> all right. Who's living in Beverly Hills? This episode was written by Larry Mullen and directed by David Semmel. We have a new cast member. That's right. Jamie Walters makes his first appearance as Ray Pruitt. Outside of the 90210 world, he's best known for his role in the show The Heights, a show which chronicled the ups and downs of a rock band and would feature his hit track, How Do You Talk to an Angel? And I'm just going to say right now, Kendra, when that song hits in this episode, I fully expect a 90s music got me like episode to cover it. Okay. Because it was a number one. We'll see and what it was we can do. All the rage at the time. So if you could talk to the radio, meanwhile, Okay. Bored. Yeah. And just see if they'd be willing. Yeah. You know, I would really appreciate that. Uh, Elsewhere, we have Casper Van Dien back as Griffin Stone. You still like him? You still have a crush on him? Sure. And we have Ryan Brown as Morton Muntz. 
of course. Muntz is getting some play, getting yeah, some dialogue. He is, yeah. So, yeah. And that's it. All right. Well, let's get into the episode then. I, okay. Ravon. All right. Our cold open. Uh, <laughs> Kelly and Brandon come inside. He had been washing the car and he somehow soaked her. Like was she it, was it like a sexy car wash situation? I guess. I don't think she Quit was it. helping him wash the car though. Quit she just it. like she just like happened to walk up and he like dumped a bucket of water on her or mm. something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh so she is uh after some kissy kissy in the kitchen, she goes up and gets changed into one of Brandon's shirts. And she smells something a little funny while she's in the bathroom. Yeah. And I can't believe it's the first time that anyone in that house has been like, does the hot, does the house smell like pot to you? Well, she's clever. She's clever with that incense, you know, because she like, is, yeah. if you don't know, look, I know this makes me square, but I wouldn't know what marijuana smells like. <laughs> and if I smelled stuff and there was incense going, I'd probably be like incense. So you don't you know, know, you don't know the smell of pot when you smell it. I don't think so. No, it's just so it's you just know. Wow, easy, Cheech. <laughs> I like that uh, Kelly is just like a truffle pig when it comes to drugs. You know, <laughs> like anytime, anytime. Back when it was David and now Valerie, she's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she knows. She knows there'd be drugs. She knows. Um, okay, so she not she doesn't just burst in. She knocks on the door, and Valerie has to quickly put out her uh, joint and be like, "Oh, the incense!" Because Kelly's like, "I smell hey. pot in here." Yeah, and she's yeah. Like, Kelly knows. No, up. it's incense. Um, so then Kelly goes back downstairs, and Brandon narc. Says, she <laughs> narks on that. Like, she does. Instantly. Yeah. Well, Brandon, of course, is says. Oh, I have the munchies right now because he's like digging through the fridge. And Kelly's like, you're not the only one who's got the munchies because Valerie's a pothead. (laughs) Yep. Brandon doesn't really believe that. No, he doesn't. By the way. No, he doesn't. Yep. All right. We go to campus where um, Claire and Donna have made a funny video of people sleeping on campus. This this video is exactly like a Kyle Mooney like sketch on Saturday Night Live. Yes, That's, I mean. Oh, I miss those sketches. I know they're fun. You know, Eric, my husband Eric. I oh yeah, I do. I do. He yeah. he said that were it up to him, he would like get rid of everyone on SNL right now and yeah. bring in new people, except for like Bowen and first name basis. You and Bowen Yang. First name. I love Bowen. I really okay. do. Okay. And uh, there was so, like, except for the like couple new people that okay. are, that just came in. Wow. I don't he's know. tough to please. He's, yeah. He's, he's firm, but he's unfair. You know. <laughs> uh, Claire and Donna. So they they made this this video. So I guess Donna is just cool with hanging out with David. Now. I guess. Yeah. Well, she's got Griffin. Yeah. The love she, machine. She uh she got over it. So David's next idea is to uh, make a video about the search for intelligent bimbos on campus. <laughs> oh, oh David. So funny. And so Claire's like, yeah, you do that. And Donna and I will search for himbos. I just like, can I see a syllabus for the class that they're taking? Because no, you cannot. Oh, really? No. Okay. Because it just, uh... to me, seems like take a camera. Maybe film yourself painting. Maybe film some people sleeping. Is it a class or is it just like college TV? Yeah, but I think it'd still be for credit. Yeah, I would think so. I don't know. 
I'm think it'd saying. be like a work study of something. Yeah, maybe. But maybe. Anyway, um, Griffin comes to pick up Donna. And uh, so, yay, good for Donna. And they used a, uh, a clip of him sleeping in the bushes. Mm-hmm. She had him like pretend to be sleeping in the bushes or yeah. something. So he's game. Yeah. And after they leave, David says that it's weird to see Donna so happy, but he's happy that she's happy. Yeah. So that's good. And Claire is like, well, now we don't have to feel guilty. Kiss, kiss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About us being together, kind yeah. of interested in each other. Elsewhere on campus, Brandon is going to the Senate. This is all we hear about the Senate this episode. Yeah. I, they um, kind of set that up to be like, this is going to be a thing we're going to do. And Brandon just kind of mentions it offhanded. So I'm strange. Yeah. And uh, he he has to go and do the meetings, even though he's just like interim president or whatever. And no one cares right now. He still yeah. has to go and like start and stop the meetings. He's basically working for the minutes at this point. Yeah. Brandon mentions to Steve, like, didn't I hear your voice in my kitchen this morning? And yeah. Steve's like, oh yeah, me and Valerie, we were, you know, getting cozy in the kitchen and she kissed me. And Okay. So I was a little curious at first when it was like he heard like Steve was around for breakfast, but then Steve is like, we kissed. Yeah, we. I guess I kind of thought it was the implication was he spent the night. Yeah, it kind of was at first, but I think he just came yeah. over in the morning. Yeah, yeah, because later, later he's like, if I don't, <laughs> if I don't go all the way with her, you know, <laughs> so. Um. He he calls her an old-fashioned all-American girl. Sure, yeah. Um, cut to Dylan's house. <laughs> and Dylan is on the phone with the credit card company. He's arguing with them about needing more credit. And here's Valerie. She has dropped by... Oh, Steve also says that he bought her chocolates to celebrate like a month of her being mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills. Yeah. That's yeah. important because Valerie drops by... And is like, I brought you a present, a giant box of chocolates to celebrate my first month in Beverly Hills. She is the worst. Um, And at first, Dylan is like, don't just come over here. You need to call first. Like, he's very upset that she just came over. Um, But then she, like, picks up the phone and does a, oh, hi, Dylan. I was wondering if I can come over and do you with the lights on and the blinds (laughs) open. (laughs) yeah and it works and it works yeah Yeah. he's he's like all right yeah classic table sweep right there on the table situation (laughs) yep all american you know yeah classic at andrea's jesse is getting ready um to go somewhere to work i don't know where he's going but he's going somewhere and andrea andrea is bummed because she wants to go out but they can't Mm -hmm. no one can babysit for them yeah uh so they can't go out so i guess jesse's just gonna go to work and jesse's like you know what one day we're gonna look back on these days and we're gonna be like man that was tough but it's all good now Mm kind of thing at kelly donna claire's claire is explaining to kelly how she's going to make a video by tricking guys into saying specific words and then stringing it all together so they say funny things. Look, I, <laughs> I'm i not an expert, but 
That's not funny. It's not. <laughs> it's not there's funny. No, there's no way to make it funny. No, like it's not funny. Especially if that's the whole video. You know what I mean? If there, if that's like five seconds in a longer video that's actually funny, okay. But if the whole premise is <laughs> we're gonna make a three second video where guys say dumb things, I'm just like, okay. Maybe she invented TikTok. I'm not sure. Maybe. That, okay. Ooh, interesting. No, TikTok is way funnier than this video is. I miss your vines, Kendra. <laughs> I miss I making miss vines. I miss I loved, them. I loved Vine so much. Um, Steve is in, of course. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna oh, yeah. be in the video. And um Kelly brings up I forget how they get on the subject, but somebody mentions Valerie. Um, so then Kelly, in an aside to Donna, is like, Well, what do you think of Valerie? And Donna's like, She's cool. <laughs> and after looking at Kelly's face, she's like, is she not cool? <laughs> and Kelly's like, well, she's a stoner. So yeah, do but, with that what you will. I know I sound like a broken record here, but I love that continuity. You know, yeah. I love that Kelly like takes the drug stuff super seriously, you know, because I think, I don't know, if it were another character, they'd probably be like, oh, she smokes pot? Weird. Yeah. You know, and I can see on another show them not really putting together like Kelly grew up with a drug addict so she's not gonna like this but yeah. like it keeps coming back in a very consistent way and i just you know yeah give she, she would be the one to pick yeah. up on that yeah um so kelly she's on to she's on to valerie she's like i think she's putting up this sweet act but really she's got some other stuff going on yeah and donna says you always do this remember when you thought suzanne and kevin were trying to rip <laughs> off dylan <laughs> And you were so wrong about yeah. that. <laughs> and Kelly's See, like, like, well, you're probably right. I like the layers with that, too, because we're not focusing on it. But they keep doing little things like that to remind us, I think, that, like, people don't know. Like, I kind of forgot that people just do not know this yeah. fact. Nobody Dylan knows. is still keeping up the charade yeah. <laughs> of them just, you know. Like, he's not talking about it, but when people bring it up, he's not like, oh, that did not happen. That did not work out. You know, do you he's just kind of like... Mm-hmm. Do you think if he got Jim involved that Jim could do anything about the situation? Or do you think it's just like his money is gone forever? Well, I mean, they didn't really handle that like, part of it well. Like, because... can they sue him? Can they do well, anything to him legally? Well, I think so. I think Kevin is like on the lam now. I mean, the police were involved yeah. in everything. I think he's like a wanted fugitive. He's not just like in the town over being like, hi, I'm Kevin. I robbed <laughs> Dylan McKay, you know? So no, I don't really think Jim could do anything at this point. Mm. All right. Kevin's in the wind. <laughs> at the Peach Pit, Valerie and Steve are playfully throwing food and catching it, throwing food at each other's mouths. And so sexual. Yeah. I do feel like things have escalated here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With, with Valerie and Steve, you mean? Yes. And I don't, like I was watching this with my wife and there was at one point where she was like, is any of this real? Like Valerie and her relationship with Brandon, like, you know, even Valerie and Steve, it's just like, obviously she's playing everyone, obviously. But is there an element of it that's true? Or is she just a complete like rogue agent and just hates all of these people? I I think she doesn't really care about Steve at all. No, I don't really think she cares about Steve. No, or, yeah. or really anything. I think she's just kind of like doing whatever she wants. Yeah. Without any regard. Yeah. Um. So Dylan comes in 
And he's very unhappy because the restaurant is empty except for Steve and Valerie. And they mention here the earthquake. Nat says it hasn't been the same since the quake. Did yeah. we talk about the earthquake? No, I don't think Ever? we really did. But that's a plot point later with Ray as well, where, uh, you know, he says he's there working to shore up like earthquake. I'm damage. surprised that we didn't talk about that in our whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the condor. I can't. Yes. Think. You know what? Let's put a pin in it and we'll put it in the condor next week. Okay. We'll talk about it next week. So Steve is like, let's make this a club, a nightclub, a night spot, because that's where all the kids are and that's where the money is. And he has to convince Dylan and Nat, like, I can do this. I can get you, I can fill up this place, make you a bunch of money. Just give me the, give me the green light. And they both agree. And so he's off to to call some people. I'm uh, I'm a little with Dylan in his skepticism on this. Like, obviously, you know, that doesn't make for good storytelling for this to bomb. But like, Dylan's like, people are going to come and pay a cover charge. Yeah. And there's not going to be booze or anything going on. Just like flashing lights and Sunny D, <laughs> you know? Like, I don't really see that happening either. But Well, I don't know. Do I know. Is everything besides the alcohol legal? Are they just allowed to like randomly turn it into a nightclub? Yeah, there's a lot of questions there. I, I mean, I think as long as they're under capacity, they can do whatever they want. You know, yeah. if they're if they're not past what the you know the fire code is, and they aren't doing things like selling alcohol. But but also, I would assume the Peach Pit would have a liquor license. It seems I like you'd be able to get as well at least a beer. You know, with with your dinner. I mean, I would think, but Guess I don't not. know. Guess not. I don't know. The Peach Pit works in mysterious ways. One week it's hopping. <laughs> one week no one's come in since 1968. It's, <laughs> it's hard to say. So Steve runs to the back to make phone calls. Nat follows him to, to keep an eye on him. And leaving Valerie and Dylan alone. And Dylan asks Valerie, you coming over tonight or what? And Sexy I, eyes. Mm-hmm. I think other. that's actually a bit of a development character wise, because I think that's the first time he has. Put Dylan is out definitely there getting attached. He is. And I, every time we've seen it, she's been initiating it, you know, or it's been sort of like as part of a thing, but here she's like on a date with someone else and he essentially invites her over. I think that's a, that's kind of a step Dylan wise. I think so you know? too. Yep. At the Walsh house, Brandon and Valerie are talking. She's got the incense going, <laughs> keeping, yeah. keeping that up. Yeah. And Brandon's like, oh, I don't like I don't like the smell of this stuff. And then he brings up like, well, Kelly mentioned that you're doing pot mm-hmm. up here. And Valerie's like, do you really think if I I mean, if I was and I'm not, do you right. really think I'd be stupid enough to do it in the house? <laughs> Which she is. She is. Yeah. And Brandon's like, Brandon doesn't really seem to care one no, way or doesn't. the other, but no. he's like, Jim and Cindy aren't going to like it if yeah. if you're doing pot in the house. Right. So just, uh, you know, let that be known. And then Valerie sort of turns it into, oh, your girlfriend doesn't like me. And Brandon's like, no, it's just that she's cautious around new people. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, and Val- Valerie's like, it will. And Valerie's like, oh, so she's a snob. And he's like, mm, <laughs> I mean, no, <laughs> no, but. 
And Valerie's like, I just want to fit in. Just want to fit in. She just wants to fit in. She wants friends and clothes. On campus, Claire and Donna are making a guy say muffin. Yeah. Several times. Yes, they are. Yep. And Donna after said they're laughing after the guy leaves. And she's like, I thought I was going to pee my pants, which is funny to hear someone. I say that a lot. Mm-hmm. And it always grosses Eric out when I'm like, because I'm always like, if that happened, I would pee my pants. So it was funny. <laughs> so it was funny. Yeah. To hear, yep. to hear someone else say it. Um, <laughs> uh, so then they see this construction guy. Mm-hmm. Hunky? And, would you would you describe him as hunky? I would, yeah. He's wearing like the wife beater shirt. Whoa. So all of his muscles are out. Okay. Well, you don't really call muscles. it that? He doesn't really have muscles. You don't call it a wife beater shirt? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. Tank top? Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> a construction worker shirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And he, you know, takes some convincing, but he says, you know, if you come back when I get off at five, I'll do the interview. Sure, I'll do it. Yeah, I like when Claire's like, oh, let's go get that guy. And Donna's like, no, Claire, he's working. That was kind of like a nice thought for her to have. Like, I mean, we're hassling all these idiots who are on campus. This guy's like, you know, he's here doing a job. He (laughs) doesn't want to answer your dumb questions, you know. Yeah. Well, they do it anyway. They sure do. At the Peach Pit, Steve is, he's in full swing. He's redoing Mm -hmm. everything. Yeah. And Dylan's like, oh, this is going to cost me money Mm -hmm. that I don't have. And I, again, like, why would Dylan not, like, you don't, he must have had like a checking account. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't have just like one bank account with like $10 million in it. And that's it. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. So... I, I don't know. Jim would not have let him have one Jim wouldn't account. Jim would let him. With... But Jim acted like a big dumb child. So, <laughs> Well, everyone acted like a big dumb child. That's true. But fair. one of them literally is a big dumb child. So <laughs> yeah. it's a little different. Yeah. Steve um, is all, Steve's putting some money in too, I think. But all he really wants is a cut of yeah. the uh, of the proceeds. Yeah. So they also talk about months is there and they're making smart drinks. No idea. What does that mean? I have no idea. They're like, what since that is. we can't have alcohol, we have smart drinks. Are they drinks with alcohol in them? No, I don't. I don't think so. I, okay. I don't. Kelly and Valerie arrive at the Peach Pit at the same time, <laughs> and Valerie has some some shopping bags. So they talk a little about shopping, and then Valerie's like, "Oh, you and I should go t- shopping sometime." Very like cordial with each other. Mm-hmm. Nat is very stressed about what Steve is doing, so he's just like running around, yeah. being being stressed. And then we have a little moment where Dylan and Kelly see each other, and it's been since one week since you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's been um, since he blew up at the party at the gala. Since they've seen uh, each other, well, since she went over there that night, and he she was went there. over there, and he was with. Another, yeah, her face. another yeah. woman yeah yeah i just gotta say first of all two things one uh kelly and valerie bonding over the clothes valerie was like i'll go try them on so she's off running to try on her clothes which is kind of important for a yes, later development you're right um the second thing i don't know what he's doing but dylan's hair looks amazing 
I know. He's, he's doing that, got, like, scruffy, I don't care. Yeah, he's look. usually got pretty good hair, but it's next level here. I it was is. a little jealous. I'm I think, just, I thought maybe I'm I made saying. a note about it at some point, but I guess I did it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they, they see each other, have a little bit of an awkward moment, and I forget what leads up to it, but he says something about if this is living, it's way overrated mm. kind of thing. Yeah. And... Yeah, so she's, you know, kind of asking how yeah. he is, but... I think it's a really necessary scene, like, I don't know, like, it was sort of dangling, like, there was such a build-up to get Dylan and Kelly together, and then the implosion of that, and then the big blow-up with Brandon, we kind of needed more of a, like, look, we're people with a deeply intimate relationship, you know, that's now we're sort of finding our way in the same circle, so I was really glad to have it. Um, Kelly mentions that while she was with the Walshes, is this the part we're at? Yeah, mm-hmm. she gets the a little flute for Erica and Dylan's that kind of softens him up a little bit, I think. And he's like, yeah, she'd probably really like that. And he asks how they're she asks how they're doing and everything. And and she's like, hey, I won't blame you if you want to say I told you so. You know, and he's like, we'll let that go. <laughs> I'll let it go. This Let's time. not worry about that. Who said what and who did what? Let's not talk <laughs> about it. So then Valerie comes out in her new dress. It's like a shortish white dress and yeah. steve is all over her loves her in this dress yeah. and they're like huggy and oh like yeah shoes? oh the shoes like sort of wedge heel sandal kind of things yes. very very uh easy to distinguish those shoes i would I, say yes i would say so if you saw only the shoes in like police style lineup do you think you'd be able to know who it was i could Kara? identify them yes so if you just sure. saw the shoes you'd know without a shadow of a doubt okay. i would yes all right <laughs> so yeah so he's you know he and valerie go off together and kelly asks dylan what do you think of valerie and he says that he doesn't know her very well Mm -hmm. so he couldn't say couldn't say doesn't know her at all on campus donna comes back to interview the construction guy who we learn his name is ray pruitt one t kendra one t and i spelled it right the first time i think that's all his mama could afford (laughs) yeah um he says that they are retrofitting things because of the earthquake so making earthquake making everything sturdier because of the earthquake because of the earthquake she then asks him to take off his shirt so the footage can match what they did earlier and he's like you didn't film anything earlier so she's caught in that lie Mm -hmm. then she asks him a tennis question i forget the wording but she's score. trying to get she him to score when it's zero yeah so she's trying to get him to say love he doesn't he doesn't know tennis so she has to tell him the answer um and gets him to say love love mm-hmm. and then she asks him another i forget the other question she asked she him. asks him if you're if you're going to hang a picture or something where do you want to make sure you put the nail in like yeah. where do you want to hammer the nail into wanting him to say stud, stud. And he's like wait a minute yeah he catches on pretty quick too quick you might think um that she's she's making fun of him and blows a gasket oh yeah he's very upset it is way i mean he probably already has a chip on his shoulder you know like yeah. not being a college kid and working at this rich kid college but i feel like a normal reaction would be like okay i see what you're doing i'm not yeah no thanks or yeah. even be a little annoyed but he's like how dare you <laughs> i'm a human being and you're trash doesn't he call her a rich bitch yeah he says uh yeah that's her humor. So 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. He's Big like, well, have a good me. laugh. I signed your release form. See you later. Yeah. And Donna feels very bad. She does. And which was probably his uh, goal. Yeah. At Andrea's. Um, oh, I guess they can't find a babysitter. This is the one where they can't find a babysitter. Earlier, I think they were just talking about, in general, not having people to watch Hannah. And at that point, Jesse was like, you know what? We're going to pick a day. We're going to get a babysitter. We're going to go out. You're so right. So this, this is that day. You're right. So now they really can't find a babysitter. Yeah, now Grandma Jesse Rose is like, there. well, I'm going to go to work. Yeah. Grandma Rose was there but was sick and had yeah. to had to leave. And Jesse's sister just called and said no. And yeah, Jesse was like, well, they always need extra help. So we might as well get some of that scratch. Yeah. You know? go to work so she said yeah and even at that point i was like just call the walsh's come on yeah. what are we doing just i know well he even says like tomorrow jim and cindy are gonna watch her so can you wait 24 hours until yeah. you know we can yeah. get a babysitter at the peach pit it is a full out club Mm-hmm. There is a line here outside. They here they did it. Remember we were talking about the music replacement? And yeah. We were just like, just put it in the background. Yeah. This time, they did. They did, yes. And it, yeah, it was good. But there's like a line outside. Steve's at the door taking all the money. Months is behind the counter making smoothies. Smart <laughs> and they're all like, they're all wearing like lab coats. Yeah. Because they're smart drinks. <laughs> Look, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Kelly is trying to get Brandon to dance. Nat seems very happy with the turnout. Um, Claire and David are there. uh, And Dylan comes up to Steve, and Steve asks him to to take over the door for a second. And someone comes up with a very large bill and asks if he can break it. And Dylan takes the money and puts it directly into his pocket. And... Uh, gives the guy change from the box. And Valerie's there and is like, hey, aren't you supposed to put the cash in the box? And he's like, I am the box. (laughs) Hashtag I am the box. Hashtag Dylan. (laughs) Uh, David is very distracted by Griffin. And Donna is very distracted by Claire and David. So they're both dancing with other people, but still kind of eyeing each other. Kelly kind of gets Brandon on the dance floor, but then somebody runs into months and spills drinks, and then Brandon has to help clean all that up. So Kelly, he tells Kelly to go in the back and get a mm-hmm. towel or something. Mm-hmm. I'm up. So Kelly goes in the back and hears laughter and kissy kissy. Kissy flirty, yeah. And then she hears Dylan yell, this is a private room, get out of here. She can't, no, they can't see each other. Yeah. But she's bent over to pick up this towel and she sees some very recognizable shoes. Distinctive shoes? Wedge shoes? I would say they were wedge shoes. And if you saw them in a police style lineup, you could pick out those shoes based Absolutely. only on the shoes. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. All right. And so, they belong yeah. to? To Valerie. So Valerie she Malone. she picks, uh, puts it together that Dylan and Valerie are having fun in the store. She's a real room. Encyclopedia Brown in this episode. Yep. And she is not very happy. Not having it. it. Nope. Nope. After the the club closes, they're counting the money. Dylan, or not Dylan, Steve knows exactly how many people walk through the door. He was counting. Yes. Uh-oh. The money box is short. What happened to the money? <laughs> I don't. 
I mean, okay. For, I don't understand the numbers at all because they're saying they should have like $3,500 and they had like 300 and whatever, yeah. 50 people in there. The peach pit <laughs> could fit like 10 people yeah. is, is the only thing. So were they just <laughs> letting people in like 10 to 20 at a time? All right, get out, get your smart drink and well, get out. Well, that's kind of how clubs, I mean, I, Whoa. I'm i not a clubber, oh, oh, oh. so oh. I don't know. But isn't that why there's always a Learning line a because you can only let so yeah, many I guess people so. in at a time? I guess so, but I would think normally that would be in a club that could fit like 50 to 100 people, Yeah, not like a small dining area of a 1950s diner. <laughs> Um, and as they're having this conversation about the the box being short, Dylan and Valerie kind of catch each other's eyes. Yeah, because yeah. Valerie knows that Dylan took the money, and Dylan's like, "Oh, well, you know, who cares?" Kind of thing. And Steve is like, "No, no, no! I was on top of this. I know exactly how much money should be in the box." They just decide to recount. Mm-hmm. Um, Kelly then comes in and asks Steve to come out and look at her car. She like makes up an excuse that the engine won't start the or something. Battery, she says. Oh yeah, the battery. Something wrong with the battery. <laughs> and Valerie, you can tell, has kind of, you know, kind of sees that mm-hmm. something's going mm-hmm. on. So she she and Steve go outside. She tells Steve that Dylan and Valerie were messing around in the in the back room and then valerie comes out and is like oh did i interrupt something mm-hmm. and steve is immediately like she yeah. just told me that you and dylan were were hooking up so what do you say about that and she makes up this whole story about like oh dylan was drunk he just grabbed me because i was there and don't talk to him about it it's really embarrassing <laughs> yeah. don't tell anyone don't tell him <laughs> But definitely everything's fine and I'm still the good guy here. This is one of those situations where I feel like, number one, Kelly should, or Steve should obviously believe Kelly over oh, over sure. Valerie. Number two, Kelly could just say, you, like, I came in and you weren't like, get away from me. Like, yeah. you were laughing and kissing. So, yeah. you, you, you know, you're not a yeah, victim I'm in not, this. I sort of feel like if Valerie wasn't there... And Steve was like, well, maybe he just, she would be like, no, that's not what happened. But it's almost like she doesn't, I don't know if it's because Valerie's like the new Brenda, like living with Brandon and everything. If she's like not wanting to yeah. have a big confrontation with her, was just trying to protect Steve. I don't know. But Kelly lets it go very easily. Yeah. And and Valerie is just uh, smooth. She's smooth like marble in this scene. Yeah. She gets up in Kelly's face and is like, if you really cared about Dylan... You know, why yeah. don't you help him with his alcohol? Yeah, she was like, Brenda told me your ex-boyfriend was in AA and now he's drinking. So if you want to help someone, you should help him. Yeah. So a lot of low blows in there. Yeah. And then she turns around and is like, take me home, Steve. And he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, boy. I mean, I was going to say Steve's not an idiot, but we know that's incorrect. Yeah. But I feel like it's been really obvious that she's kind of leading him on you know like she's giving him just enough to keep him on the hook but like she stood him up like she's not she's just not that into you bro Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like yeah i anyway okay david and claire are watching the cut together video of all the guys saying all these were it's really bad it straight up sucks it's really really bad and but they both think it's hilarious and then it gets to ray 
and they just have it repeating over and over love, him love, saying love 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 love, 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 love. And Donna says, I do not want to use that footage. And they're like, oh, it's fine. And she's like, no, you're not hearing me. We are not using that footage at all. Mm-mm. So they're going to take that out. And Claire's, Claire's like, well, what about Griffin? And she's like, no, Griffin's fine. <laughs> Leave, leave him in there. Well, she, I guess, I mean, Griffin was in on the joke, at least. Yeah. Whereas Ray was just, like, living his life. Yeah. She then makes a comment about how Claire and David are playing footsie under the table. Mm. She's really over it, I guess. She's fine. She's yeah. good now. At the Walsh house, Jim is putting together or fixing a swing for the baby. Because Hannah's coming over for mm-hmm. them to babysit her valerie made him some lemonade isn't she just an old-fashioned all-american girl with honey it's her secret recipe with honey yes she then somehow again steers the conversation to dylan and jim makes more comments about like oh that dylan mckay what a loser kind of calls him like a rich beverly hills brat or something yeah and oh and valerie, valerie like, yeah is he yeah but is he though valerie's like he seems like he has no money yeah actually. he seems like he wants money <laughs> andrea and jesse drop off hannah so that's you know good for mm-hmm. them so they're going out they get to they get to go out donna is oh this isn't at the walsh house i just didn't make a I didn't make a new thing. On campus, Donna is looking for Ray, and she finds him playing guitar under Mm. a shady tree. Mm -hmm. And she apologizes for the way she treated him and, um, you know, says that he got the wrong impression. She's actually a, a nice person. Yeah. And she invites him to go to the Peach Pit after dark. Mm hmm. And. Uh, she's going to put his name on the list. He is Pruitt with one T. Mm-hmm. Pruitt with one T. So he forgives her. He does. Yeah. At the Walsh house, Jim and Cindy are just loving time with Hannah. Loving it. And Cindy brings up like, should we have another kid? <laughs> yeah. And I had to kind of, I, I don't know. I, I I wondered like, was it, if this was planting a seed or something, because it does the scene doesn't really resolve with him being like, no, that's crazy. Cindy's like, hey, should we? S- still, still. Got I some. thought I thought she was gonna say like, well, guess what? Oh yeah, yeah. Just pull out a pregnancy <laughs> I'm test. Craggy. Yeah. Andrea calls from the peach pit. She, so I guess she and Jesse went out. Then she went to the peach pit. Then he went and he went to work. Right. Yeah. All right. I, it's convoluted. It's convoluted. So she calls to check on, um, to check on Hannah. Mm-hmm. And she they ask how the date was. And she said, delicious. And the food wasn't bad either. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Then she says that she's going to, what? what's the place where he worked? Works Dalhini. Oh, I can't remember. Dalhini's, I think. Is well, doesn't she first say that she's just going to come get Hannah? And Cindy's like, "Hey, man, don't rush on our account. Go yeah. ahead, do whatever you want. We're having a blast." Yeah. As soon as she said, "I'm going to surprise Jesse at work," I was like, "If Jesse is cheating on Andrea, I will yeah. have his head." Yeah. I will have his head. Mm-hmm. 
at the peach pit, Ray shows up and he and in a and, tie. Yeah. And he in a and tie. Donna get to dancing. Mm-hmm. And Griffin, not happy. Griffin is like, who is that? Griffin who is dancing with Donna? He's just like a, he becomes like a cartoon bull all of a sudden. It's just like, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. He, he asked David, he's like, who is that? And David's like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Steve has a flask with alcohol that yes. he's been drinking. He's already kind of buzzed. He Little buzzy. grabs Valerie and they're back in the storeroom. And she is very, she's not like she was with Dylan. She is very like, you need to be out front. We, yeah, sh- we like, shouldn't be back here. This is your party stud. Yeah. You be out there and be the head of house, my yeah. man. So she gives him a, she gives him a little kiss, takes his yeah. flask away, gets him to go back out and then uh, she takes a swig of the alcohol and puts it in her boot, which I think would be highly uncomfortable yeah, to have a flask seemed, in your she shoe. She seemed like, like that. she was familiar with the sensation. <laughs> she seemed fine. Yeah. At Ke- Kelly Donna Claire's, Kelly, uh, Brandon's bringing Kelly home, and she's upset that Valerie, he told Valerie that she's hard on new people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's kind of blindsided by it. Yeah, and she just lays it out there like, I don't trust her. I think there's stuff going on. And Brandon's like, well, it hasn't been four months since her father blew his brains out. So maybe let's cut her a little bit of slack. Yeah, he's kind of like, so, okay, so maybe she smoked some pot. Maybe she made out with Dylan. Who cares? Like, why do we care about this? Yeah, he doesn't care at all. He doesn't. Yeah, he wants Kelly to give her a chance. At... Dalhini's. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Sure. Andrea walks in and sees Jesse talking very close. He's behind the bar, but he's leaning over talking very closely with a woman mm-hmm. and like smiling and laughing. And Andrea gets very sad and leaves. Yeah, I didn't seem that scandalous to me. It seemed it seemed like he was being a bartender. Right. I mean, I understand like the closeness and everything, but they're in a loud bar. I don't know. I just, I didn't know that. I didn't really think it. I thought she was going to walk up and be like, Hey, what's going on? Who's yeah. your friend? You know, I, w- I wish she would like, have. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And she and runs leaves, out kind of and we, we don't get any resolution to that in this episode. We do not. So. We do not. But Andrea had that, oh, hit that, but Andrea had that five seconds of non-parental uh, scene. So, you know, so yay yeah finally it's andrea's insecurity it's back (laughs) the um the last scene here is valerie is over at dylan she brought over the the flask that she took from steve and they're both drunk at least dylan dylan's very drunk he's like breaking lamps and they're they're running all over the house breaking things and he kind of admits to her here that he's he's poor yeah because uh, she's like, are you poor? Is that why you stole that money? And he's well, he gets like, a little, he gets like a touch violent with her. A little, you know, yeah. like when he's like, don't ever talk about that again. I mean, there's a real edge to it. And the way he kind of, I don't know, the way he places his hand like sort of close to her neck to mm-hmm. me felt like a non cool, threatening kind of move. Yeah. Yep. And she, she um well he says to her like if you're coming over here because you think i'm rich and you're gonna get some of it like the joke's on you and she's like is it is it (laughs) and uh that's the end of the episode 
It is, but we failed to mention that Dylan is wearing all denim. He's wearing jeans, and then he's wearing an overly large button-up shirt with the sleeves have been ripped off, but it's all denim. Of course. All the time. Of course, yeah. So I feel like All that's denim, crucial. all the time. Uh, I am fully on board for the Kelly-Valerie animosity. Yeah. I think that is a... We needed another good rivalry. It's true, and I don't think we've ever had two main characters this antagonistic towards each other. Because, like, okay, yes, Kelly... I mean, Kelly and, and Brenda had their stuff, but it was, like, Dylan-related. It wasn't just, like, I know who you are, and I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> and that sort of feels like, you know, the starts of what's happening here. Uh, so I liked it. I mean, I liked... I think that's The only very... other time, I think, is that one episode where Brenda and Steve were, like, Oh, that's true. You are the worst person yeah, ever. Yeah. <laughs> where Steve was like, don't forget, I'm friends with your brother. Yeah. Not you. Not you. So, Yeah. But um, so I, I like that. And I guess that that would be my 90210 snap when uh, when Kelly, I think, walks in on the stuff going on in the peach pit and sees the shoes and everything. I was like, ooh. Yeah, either that you know? or I might give it to the the confrontation between Valerie and Kelly out back with Steve. Yeah, word. I guess I didn't I did not remember like how. That was a surprising beat to me. Like, I didn't remember Kelly figuring it out so soon. I thought mm-hmm. it went on much longer. Um, and so I was not expecting her to walk in and figure it out. So it was a genuine surprise for me. It is only episode it. five and yeah. she's onto her. So I think it's really early for Kelly to just be like the only sane one in the asylum, just kind of looking <laughs> around being like, okay, but she's the worst. <laughs> she's the worst. And everybody's yeah. like, no, I don't think so. It's fine. Let her yeah. smoke her pot. Yep. Yep. Well, so what's your verdict then? Uh, another great episode. I'm on board. I'm down. I'm having a lot of fun this I season. really think it's building, like we're building to a big thing with Dylan. Yeah. Because no one knows still his situation. And right. now we're building to something with Valerie. Yeah. And... So it's, Dylan's kind of like on a separate track here and he's he's interacting with everybody else, but he's got this huge secret. So I think you're absolutely right. Like once that hits, that's going to sort of change everything. And then you have, I mean, I guess you'd call it a triangle with, with Valerie, Steve and Dylan, though it's clear that Valerie's just using Steve, but it also feels like she's just using Dylan. So I, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember the resolution. So, you know, well, we'll see. Yeah. So I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm excited. Me too. All right. Well, Kendra, you can join us next time as we continue our 902 discussion with Season 5, Episode 6, Homecoming. Do you want to tell Spider-Man people where else Homecoming? they can... Spider-Man Homecoming? No, it's different. Oh. It's different. It's not the same. Do you want to tell people where they can find you outside of this yeah, podcast? Yeah, I'm uh, at MissMuseBox91 online, and I'm... Uh, <laughs> I have a website, MissMuseBox.com, and a Etsy page, MissMuseBox Crafts. And I also host another podcast, 90s Music Got Me Like, with my husband, Eric. And each week we talk about a different 90s song. So Exciting times. Find us over there. I, too, have a side hustle called The Sandorian Life. Every other week, uh, my friend Steve and I take a look at the very trippy 80s Ewoks cartoon from Star Wars and do just like a, a quick bite 30-minute episode every two weeks. You can find that at The Sandorian Life wherever you get your podcasts. I just watched some Return of the Jedi. We have we got yes. YouTube TV for the Olympics, so uh, now I'm just enjoying it for the rest of the month, and yeah. uh, and it was on. So Yeah, how I can you resist? It. Yeah. yeah, it's my fave. All right. Well, Kendra, 902 and here we go.